With Richard Walter, we were talking in uh, my last podcast about teaching, and let's talk a little bit more about that. Teaching and writing, teaching writing and teaching uh, writing. Um, uh, I've had a substantial career doing both, and uh, I was trying to say they're not at odds with each other. It's not an adversarial enterprise, but quite the contrary. <clears throat> and I was saying come from love and a, oh, a, a a podcast perhaps some years ago, I talked about my dad and uh, the great, great, great cellist, the master cellist of the 20th century, Pablo Casals. My dad was a bassist, played bass. Um, Casals was a cellist, and he was the cellist of the 20th century, and it was my privilege uh, to uh, actually watch him teach, and uh, you could see the student was very nervous, uh, of course, you just didn't walk in off the floor because there's a, a, a off off the street because there's a uh, a shingle outside that says music lessons. <laughs> if you're going to study with Casals, you you got to be pretty good. And I grew up, I grew up in the world of world class uh, virtuoso classical music. And boy, I, you know, I'd heard a lot of good music, and the student sounded re- really good to me as she performed for uh, the teacher at Casals. And when she finally, but you could see she's nervous. I mean, she's. She's playing for Casals. And uh, finally she finishes. And the first time I observed this, I, I thought it was spontaneous. But I, I, I realized that uh, he always does it this way, that this was his, um, his methodology, his style, the way he engaged uh, education. And he was uh, arts education in particular and, and uh, was an inspiration and a model for me. He would... Uh, sit there silently kind of rocking up and back, nodding and breathing heavily. Uh, and the artist, the cellist, would, would sit there nervous with her shoulders hunched and her muscles all tensed. And finally he would blurt it out. He would say, beautiful, beautiful, almost weeping. And he would watch the artist, and uh, you could see she relaxed her arm, her shoulders relaxed. They went down, and she felt comfortable. He had won her safety, and then, as if it were an afterthought, when it was clearly the first thing on his mind, he would say, oh, "Perhaps even more beautiful, if." And then he could get to the real point where the work had to be done: the intonation, and the phrasing, and the this, and the that, and vibrato, and the and the gato, and obligato, and the. All of them got those that you run into in music and everything else. I have rarely looked at uh, uh, screenwriting material. People ask me all the time, look at screenwriting material. Who's looked at more than I have as a uh, screenwriting professor for over 40 years? And um, uh, uh, I've just never seen anything, not one single thing that you couldn't say something good about. You couldn't start. From the boy, the scene in the laundromat between Murray and Ida, where uh, she finds his set. That, that, I don't know. Um, couldn't you even at, at least say congratulations? Let's say you read something that was absolutely dreadful, illiterate, useless, and worthless. And I've read just about nothing that's that way. But let's say you did. Couldn't you still say to the writer, first of all, Congratulations, I'm so impressed that you 
you think that it's important to be creative, uh, to make creative expression, to make art an important uh, and integral part of your life. That's uh, that's 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 one thing you could say, isn't it? Um, that's something positive. I my 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 good pal Russ Harvey sent me a copy of a letter that was written about fifteen years ago. I had seen it, but it's a notorious letter, and and uh, it, it it became an article in um, the Village Voice. I think it in 09, and it's called, No, I Won't Read Your Fucking Screenplay. I'm not going to say who wrote it, because uh, I'm going to say nasty things about him. He's, he's, he's a really mean guy. Uh, he says, uh, you, you, uh, uh, how do you tell somebody they've wasted their whole life, uh, or, or maybe if not their whole life, the last year working on this, or that or the other thing that he finds worthless. Um, uh, respectfully, it's not your it's not your job to do that. Uh, to me, it sounds like you're just mean and and nasty, and you like to uh, you like to hurt you like to hurt hurt people. I I had a friend, a um, longtime family friend, who was a musician and a member of the music faculty at a very uh, prestigious uh, music conservatory. Who said to me, how do you tell a, uh, uh, a student that uh, he just doesn't have it, he should not pursue this? Uh, and my response to that was, you should not tell a student that. It was not your place to tell a student that. You have the right, lovingly, caringly, humanely, to tell them that uh, you uh, didn't think that you and uh, he were a good fit. You shouldn't work together. Let him work with somebody else if you feels so negative about him, you're allowed to feel negative about somebody, but it's not that ought, to, ought not be somebody that you're you're working you're working with. I in forty years of of teaching, I never had had such an experience. But if you did, um, you work with somebody else. Of course, we had uh, as any good conservatory, whether it's a music conservatory or screenwriting conservatory. A broad number, a uh, wide array of teachers teaching the uh, various courses, so you could find different methodologies and and different approaches and different ways to engage. Uh, all the better to avoid modeling, uh, mimicking, aping somebody else, and instead doing what writers should do, what all artists should do, which is uh, invent their own, find really their own style, their own methodology, and even more important than that, I realize in my late years, <laughs> instead of Finding that, let it find you. Get out of your own way and just see how it unfolds. Uh, take a look back, but try not to be uh, conscious of it while it's while it's going on. That's called self-conscious, right? And it's the enemy of all uh, all performance, um, including that performance you're giving when you sit at the uh, keyboard and uh, write your. Your your screenplay. Um, uh, no, I uh, I also think that uh, um, artists sometimes don't give much promise and then break through. The converse, alas, is also true. There are uh, artists who show great promise early and then mm, never really get past that. Never really 
come to uh, fruition, to, to a mature, uh, responsible, worthy, engaging uh, um, work of art, whatever the medium is, and it's not for nothing, it's called a work of art. Thanks for listening to Get Real with Richard Walter. Please subscribe on Medium and Substack. Do also uh, tell your friends about uh, my podcast and and, and absolutely do feel free to share with them uh, this episode or in any other episode. And thank you, thank you, thank you in advance for coming back and hearing t- hearing me next time.